This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. On August 25th, I'm the most brutal, vicious, ruthless champion that's ever been. The most anticipated original series is here. You may know Tyson. You're the heavyweight champion of the world, young, rich, and black. But do you know Mike? The minute you get too big, they gotta cut you down. Starring Trevante Rhodes. Um, I am Mike. And Harvey Keitel. They'll love you as much as they fear you. Now I'm really gonna have some fun. Mike, series premiere August 25th, only on Hulu. Your work technology should help your organization run better. Monday.com is an intuitive platform designed to help teams of all sizes work better together and maximize results. With Monday.com, you can easily customize your workflows to fit your team's exact needs and create automated updates to keep everyone up to speed in real time. Experience the power of a single platform that replaces your costly tech toolbox and the headache that comes with it. To start your 14-day free trial, go to Monday.com. Hello everyone, welcome to That Mill Podcast, episode one of the season 2021-22 season. Hope you're doing well. As always, joining me, my regular co-host, he's currently got a little bit of vape in his mouth, but it's Mr. Mickey Simpson, the ex on the board. Hello, pal. Hello, fella. You're all right. You're all right. Yeah. Yeah, not too bad, mate. It's a, it's a, it feels a bit weird. It's a different day. It's, it, it doesn't feel like, you know, we've had the madness at the beginning of the week. It's now yeah. the peace and tranquility That's of... It. Uh, of the weekend so uh, yeah we've got to get used to this but yeah this is our this is our monday show obviously we'll be doing two shows a week um we might talk a little bit about that towards the end of the show today but if you're new around here check us out um joining us as always is our mill guru the young mill stato uh mr kai bennett of mill fan tv hello mate you all right yeah i'm good thanks mate hope you're all doing well uh looking forward to this how you doing on this fine sunday morning recording all good oh it's all good isn't it it's lovely recording on a sunday instead of as mickey said a monday but yeah it's nice just no, nice and uh, does not the weather's not great outside, is it? But 
you know, we'll go with it and hopefully it improves later today. Yeah, of course. I mean, we've got lots to talk about today. Uh, obviously, we'll get onto that in a little while. But if you're new around here, like I said, be sure to check us out across socials at that Mill Pod across pretty much every platform out there: Twitter, Instagram, and obviously on Facebook, that Mill Podcast. Uh, we are on YouTube, so we stream this on YouTube and obviously pull it out there. If you want to watch your video content, we will be uploading this earlier, so this will be out at seven o'clock on Sunday evenings. But obviously, the podcast lands at midnight and into Monday morning. So if you want to get that bonus content or get access to us a little bit earlier, be sure to check us out on YouTube and subscribe. Uh, leave us a review if you're new around here as well. Five stars only. Uh, let us know what you think about the show as well and just give feedback. We'll always look for ways to improve. And uh, subscribe and obviously leave a comment below if you're watching on YouTube, as I said there. We're going to go straight into part number one, which will be about Millwall and pre-season friendlies. And welcome to the first part of the show. Chaps, we've got some pre-season friendlies to talk about. Kai? You was um, at one of them last week, but we've had two games, obviously, in the last week since we was last on the air, so to speak. Uh, one one draw against now Championship side Fulham. Um, and we're probably going to go straight to talk about this game more importantly because it's fresh in the memory and it's from yesterday. And that was a 4-1 defeat at Arsenal, uh, again, at London Colney, against their first team. So, Kai, 4-1 defeat to Arsenal. I want to go to that game first because I've seen it. I saw a stream online, of the Arsenal posted online. I'm pretty sure you watched it as well. Uh, 4-1 defeat against... Decent Premier League opposition, I guess a good test for Milder. Yeah, a really good test. Um, I was quite pleased, actually, that we, we played someone like Arsenal. Uh, it's nice to play a team like Arsenal of their quality and, and, and you know, standards really high. So it's good to get that sort of test in pre-season, especially as we're going to play you know, two pre-season friendlies against League One opposition now. So it's nice to sort of set the bar high and hopefully now we can improve and, and it, will, it will make it easier when we travel to the to these grounds next. But the, these next are more like, you know, just trying to get PIs more even more minutes. But the Arsenal one was to to see what sort of what where we need to improve and what we need to do if we want to be a top side, you know, in the in the if we want to get to the premiership, that's what we're gonna to have to be competing with. So it's a good test. Um really good to see Alex Mitchell get on the score sheet. So yeah, all all you know, despite the four one defeat, all all rounder, I thought it was quite a good workout. Yeah, I mean, goals from Arsenal, I think they came from, this is obviously to show how star-studded their lineup was. You've got Callum Chambers, Lacazette, Pepe, and their youngster, Balogun, who I think Arsenal fans are quite hotly tipping this year to kind of kick on and try and make an impression. And as Kai said there, right at the death, Alex Mitchell got his first goal for the club. Albeit the preseason friendly, his smile on his face was uh, pleasant to see. Mickey, I mean, obviously, you know, a youngster scorer for Millwall, but, you know, Millwall fan quite clearly, and obviously he's having a bit of a whirlwind at the moment, isn't he? Yeah, he's come on leaps and bounds, and he, I mean the comments after the match from from Gary saying it's given him a bit of headache now that, you know, does he loan him out or does he, you know, is he going to benefit more from being around the first team and, and playing some of these games, which I sort of agree with. I think he's come on leaps and bounds with and the confidence is there. But I agree with you both. Um, I think the Arsenal game was a good game, uh, depending, you know, how it come about. You know, um, Arsenal obviously couldn't go to America. We had the Bournemouth game cancelled. Um, probably beneficial that... Uh, one of our ex-kit men is now at Arsenal. Um, probably helped out as well when suddenly got the heads up that they needed a game. Um, but it's a great test. I know it's a 4-1 defeat, but you know what? I think first half, we definitely held our own. Um, and, you know, the trouble is with a team like Arsenal, they are very, very tactile. They are very, very fit. And, um, you know, it's a, it's a completely different level playing field compared to playing the championship team. So, I think it was a good test, showed the players what 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 level they need to be at. Um, but to be able to to do what they did in the first half and sort of, you know, 
held their own to a degree for a lot of the first half. I think was um, a confident, you know, going into this season. I, I, I'm quite looking forward to this season. Yeah, me too. I mean, we'll go into depth a little bit about the game. Obviously, the team lineup for yesterday's game was familiar anyway in the first half. George Long, Marlon Romeo, again, about five persisting, which we know at this point is going to be around for a while. We speculated about this in the last few podcasts that we've done. Uh, uh, Daniel Ballard, uh, Alex Pierce, Jake Cooper, Scott Malone left wing back. We had George Evans and Leonard in midfield, kind of Mahoney floating, but I'd say it was a three man up front. Uh, Mahoney, Afobi, and Bradshaw on the right hand side. So, yeah, I mean, Mickey referred to the first half there, Kai. I think it was 1-0 at half-time. Obviously, I mentioned Chambers scoring the first. Arsenal, obviously, good quality going forward. I mean, their side was uh, Okonkro, who's a young goalkeeper. I think Leno just came back from international duty. Chambers, Holding, Mari, Tierney, Elneny, Party, Smith-Rowe, Pepe, Aubameyang and Nketiah. I mean, that's not far off from a side that could put out in the Premier League. So, it was a really good test for me all. But, yeah, a bit on that first half and obviously a couple of chances we had our way. And, you know, it was not too bad, was it? No, it was good. I thought um, I was quite impressed with with uh, with Benicophobia. Actually, I thought he linked up well. Um, but it was good to see Bradshaw back as well from from injury because obviously he's been out for a, for a week or so, hasn't he? With a groin, I think it was a groin injury or something like that. Anyway, so it's good to see him back. Um, good to see Mahoney getting more minutes ahead of what could be a, as a massive season as he's described it for, for himself. Um, so yeah, it's good to see players like that back. Um, really, really pleased to see. Um, I thought Ballard played really well again yesterday, which had been a good boost for him, cause especially he was at, he's at Arsenal, isn't he? So that had been that was good as well. Um, but yeah, I was really pleased with the first half. I thought, as Mickey said, we held our own quite well. Um, we, we passed the ball around really, really well. And even though Arsenal had plenty of possession, which you'd expect them to do because they are a possession-based side, I thought we we pressed pressed high when we needed to, and um, and sat in when we needed to. So I thought we worked the the shape and the, the overall performance was really, really good in the first half. Obviously, it's the first time, I mean, for myself, I know you saw the Fulham game last week peeking through at Calumet Road. So, obviously, you got a little bit of an advantage to see me already this season. But, uh, I mean, it was the first time I saw us. And I think after the game, Rowett said in his post-match interview through the club media that, you know, despite being Arsenal, despite being a Premier League side, we want to try and play the way we want to play going into the season. So, there was a lot of playing from the back, which surprised me. You know, a lot of short goal kicks from long. Didn't really look to go long. So, obviously, there was no one up front to kind of aim for. I did agree that Phobia had a good game. Um, I mean, he looked lively, had an opportunity in the first half. I think it was Bradshaw cutting back, obviously making a run down the right hand side and Afobi forcing a good save from the young goalkeeper for Arsenal. We hit the post as well from a free kick. I mean, set plays, obviously, we had a big advantage against Arsenal. I think they're quite a side that concedes a few free uh, set pieces. And, you know, I think especially in pre-season so far, I remember seeing an Arsenal fan tweet yesterday, another set piece goal they've conceded through our goal in the second half. Um, but yeah, I mean, we definitely could have scored in the first half, a couple of good opportunities. And it's obviously set up nicely for us to kind of, Mickey, you know, take this forward and hopefully use that momentum. I mean, we'll talk about the second half in a minute. Obviously, we went 4-0 down at one point. But nonetheless, holding our own with a solid side from us in the first half, it obviously is, you know, good things to take from this game. Absolutely. And I think it was just, there was a few levels. I mean... I think fitness played its part, especially in the second half. They seem to, you know, be able to run us. But the first half, I think it's highly exciting. I think that if we can play like that against most of the champion sides, most of the championship sides this season, I think we're definitely going to be able to to cause problems. Um, I agree with you. Phoebe looks um, dangerous. I think he's come back with a purpose. Um, the only thing what I can't figure out is that, do we know, is it Romeo or, or, or Romeo? <laughs> because you know what I mean. These commentators, you know, as far as I'm led to believe, when when 
uh, Gary Speaks or member of the press or, or anything mm-hmm. else, it's Romeo. But whenever it's a, uh, another commentating team, it's always Romeo, um, which, you know, to me just seems a bit, you know, let's not go for another season. We're getting his name fucking wrong. Can we just have clarification? So Billy or, or any of the media team what, what probably listens to us, can we just clarify, <laughs> is it um, Romeo, obviously, because that's how it's spelt and that's how probably it's pronounced, or is it Romeo? Um, if we could just clear that up, that'd be, you know, that's that's the, the greatest question for uh, pre-season is uh, not whether or not we're going to score goals. It's whether or not, Rom- is it Romeo or is it Romeo? Um, that's for me what we need to sort out. But I- I'm looking forward to this season. I think it's going to be great. Um, I'm not really fearful of many teams in the championship this season playing like that. If we can hold our lines and and we can take it to people and get behind them, if we can get behind teams like Arsenal, then do you know what? I think we've got... No worries getting behind teams like Barnsley and fucking shit like that. So, yeah, no, I'm, I'm hyper excited for this season. I'm thinking, you know, I mean, we only conceded one goal of Alex Pierce on the pitch. You know, second half, we conceded three goals, lads. I mean, maybe Pierce needs to play every game, Kai, for us next season. Because, you know, without <laughs> him, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm stirring the pot a little bit there. But, I mean, obviously, Pierce played in the heart defence, like we said there. You know, back three with Cooper. Cooper got 90 minutes yesterday, which is great to see. George Longwell's got 90 minutes. A lot of people speculating online about Bart and why he wasn't involved. Um, but I think for me anyway, you know, I thought give Long the games maybe yesterday is what maybe Rout's thinking was. Bart was there yesterday at the training ground at Arsenal. Um, and then obviously, you know, give Bart, I guess, the next two games in kind of stadium crowds, so to speak, Kaya, probably with the action, I imagine. Yeah, and also he was at the, um, he played the whole game against Fulham as well. So maybe, maybe they wanted to give Long a game and give, maybe they wanted to play weight. It's better, to, I think it's better for the goalkeepers to play a whole game each them rather than two halves. I just think a whole game is more um, more realistic, especially for Bart, because, you know, he's not going to be playing half game. Hopefully he's playing whole, the whole game. And it's good to, to long to get a proper run out instead of having to only have only be able to have 45 minutes and then he comes off. So I think it's a good one to give them a full game. But yeah, looking forward to the uh, the two pre-season friendlies. Um, it should be good to see what, you know, it's, that'll be t- I reckon it'll be closer to, a, to the proper team we're going to put out there. So yeah, it'll be exciting to see how we play and, and, and who he plays. Mickey, your side's add? Yeah, no, I, I I would have liked to have seen Bart play, you know, some of the game yesterday, just to see, because it would have been interesting to see whether or not they would have scored those three goals in the second half with him, if he'd have played the second half, would he have been, because um, we know he's, he's quite agile, he's quite a good safe um, pair of hands in goal. It would have been interesting to see, but look, you know, I think Gary was more interested in, in checking that the shape and we could hold it, change things and and, and play forward. Um, and I think we've done all, all of what he expected, uh, you know. Um, yeah, no, look, you know, I, I, I watched the match same as you, you know, we we showed bits and pieces on, on our socials and stuff, but I think um, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be potentially, especially when we caught glimpse coming out in the morning that, we got Arsenal and we were going to be playing their first team. Mm-hmm. You know, you sort of had concerns that we're not going to field a strong team. We're just going to do runouts. But I think Gary put out a, a strong team. Um, and, and, yeah, you know, 4-1, yeah, okay, fine, you know. But we lost them. The only time we're going to come up against the Premiership is in the FA Cup or a Cup game. And we normally perform well in those games. So I don't think it was any fear for me. I think we did all right. Yeah, I mean, we'll talk a bit about the second half, obviously. The team for Mill in the second half was, like I said, long got 90 minutes. Romeo started second half, but McNamara came on after the hour mark. 
Ballard played again, but Mitchell came on, I think, with about 15 to go. Uh, that's Alex Mitchell. Cooper and Murray Wallace uh, completed the back three. Then, obviously, Malone at left wing back. I think Bury came on about 10 minutes to go. Thompson and Mitchell started in midfield with Evans. Evans played for an hour. Bennett came on, which is great to see Bennett back. I think he missed the Fulham game, didn't he, Kai? And maybe the game before that. So, obviously, it's good to see Bennett get another, you know, another run out and hopefully he can step up in the next two games. John Daddy Bodvardson had a full second half. Uh, anyone recommend uh, remember him? Um, and also Benicophobia, I think, played an hour um, as, himself as well. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, look, it was a good exercise for me all, wasn't it, Kai? I mean, second half, yeah, we're talking positively, but second half at points, I felt could have been six or seven nil. Uh, obviously, it comes with changes in the game. You know, Arsenal, their preparation, they're quite keen to kind of, you know, a lot of their players played a lot of the game. Lacazette got a second half, you know, he scored a goal as well. Uh, the Balogun goal in particular, when they went 4-0 up, the neat build-up and, you know, little quick footsteps and stuff like that from players. William involved as well. You know, there's real quality in the Arsenal side. So, yeah, we've done well to keep it 4-0, I thought, at one point. But, you know, the second half overall was a good test, nonetheless, for the players out there. Yeah, definitely. I think we saw the difference between the the, the first half where the high press was was used really, really well. I thought the second half, we we weren't so good at the high press. And I think that's, that's because of the players that we had on the pitch, you know, Bovars and Smith. At that, at that time, so you know the high press is never going to work so well when we've got them sort of players on the pitch. They're just not. That's not. That's not their game when they play, and that's no. That's no. Um, that's that's no disrespect or uh, to them. Um, question is: Is the twenty second of January still on with Bob Arson playing now? Um, will we see Omar? <laughs> will we see Omar at Blackpool? <laughs> Diving into the sea in Blackpool. Yeah. I don't think it's going to yeah. happen. It's not going to happen. So top everything's okay. Man. <laughs> top man, guy. Nice little interlude, that, isn't it? You kind of just brought it in nicely there <laughs> to kind of remind us. But yeah, if anyone's new around here, I've pledged to um, uh, dive, I think, headfirst into the sea at Blackpool, at Blackpool Way in January, if Budfast is still here. Let's be honest, guys. We're going to talk in part two, actually, which is a nice little segue for that. Um, about the squad we've got at the moment because 27 players are featured so far in pre-season for Mill, but we'll talk about that in the second part. Uh, but yeah, I mean, back to the game, I thought, you know, like I said, Arsenal were all over us. We'll talk a bit about the goal for Millwall because not many people, if you want to see all the goals, like Mickey said earlier, they're all on our Twitter handle at that Millwall podcast or that, at that Mill pod, isn't it? Um, search it, have a look. Obviously, there's a few things on there, you know, the goals, a couple of highlights as well. Um, I tweeted a video of Conor Mahoney taking a free kick and I kind of ambitiously said he forced keeper into a save there. Um, kind of tongue in cheek. It got the desired reaction, I thought, from a lot of people. So if you saw that tweet and you bit to it, thank you for buying because um, it gave me a little bit of a laugh, to be honest. Because, yeah, okay, he forced Keeper into a save. Yes, my nan could have saved it as well. Yes, it was tame. I'll, I'll read some of the comments actually for that. Let me quickly find it because it really did make me chuckle. Eight it replies to this tweet. So you've got, to be fair, it doesn't matter how you try to big it up, that really wasn't a save. It's more like catching practice. That's from Andy Cahill. Steve Parry, hardly forced straight down the keeper's pipes. Uh, at Nick71914256, forcing a save. Amazon delivery, more like. Uh, Dean, Dino Wall, poor choice of phrase there, mate. Think I would have saved that, Mark Brady says. A save was more just a simple catch. And MFC gaff, fuck me, I could hear a freak it better than that. Uh, that was kind of summed up pretty well there from everyone. Yeah, no, it's great. And thanks very much for the replies. Remember, if, if, if you know, replying to some of our stuff um, on social media can get you onto the show. Um, the funnier, the better. Um, yeah. You're more likely to get yourself name-checked on the show. So, uh, yeah, that is. I think second half, what, what Gary wanted to do personally was he changed the team around so that we didn't do, like I said, we weren't doing that high press. And I think a lot of that was for a reason to show because last year um, – 
the team, we had a strong team out, but we kept fucking up with the high press and stuff and we weren't keeping our shape. And I think what Gary's done, he's gone, right, first half, stick to it. Yeah, look, this is what it works. We held Arsenal to a 1-0. And then obviously the second half, when you weren't holding your shape, you got caught out and you got fucking eaten up. And I agree with you. It could have easily been 6-7-0. Um, it was, you know, it could have easily turned into an exhibition game. Um, but it didn't. And I think Gary just sort of let it let it play for a little bit and then sort of brought it back in a bit and say, right, let, let's just try and hold them back a bit and stop it turning into an exhibition game. But no, as, as I said before, you know, I think this is the first season, as I said plenty of times before, this is the first season going into that, you know what, it could be the season. Um, if they if they put the effort in and, and put that that desire and, and and that commitment in, we could be end of the season talking about, you know, promotion possibly to the golden ticket. Um, you know, is it is it a godsend? No, of course it's not, but you know, it's in their hands. Uh this is probably the easiest championship season they're probably ever gonna have because of COVID, because of money, because of everything else. And who knows? I'm reserving, um, I'm reserving judgment. Sorry to jump in there. I'm reserving judgment because I agree with you. Yes, we missed three or four players. So just obviously on Mitchell's goal, it's on our Twitter, like I was going to say. Um, the goal, obviously, it was a corner, whipped in, cleared away. Matt Lamar stands it back up to the back post. Murray Wallace taps it across and then Mitchell's there to score. And we said how buzzing Mitchell was to score that goal. I don't know what I think. It's, it's a friendly against Arsenal. So like any conclusions you take, you know, we're saying a phobia looked good. I thought Evans looks a bit ropey in midfield personally. I, I did think maybe the pace of the game was a bit too quick for him. He's a bit of a, you know, he gets on the ball, likes to play it around. Um, so I'm a bit suspect about that. But again, the opposition we had, you know, they were pressing us high and they'll force us into issues. But I do think, Kai, because I'll bring you into this one, the setup, yeah, we missed a few players. Some of them are isolating. I think Hutchison and Savile, I'm speculating, are isolating because Rarick referred to it after the game in the interview with the club media. But just going forward, I worry that we don't have a lot to build up and there's not really a vocal presence up front unless you play Smith. But then you play Smith, you sacrifice then that pressing game that we've been complimentary of. I just worry that, you know, once the season starts, we'll be hard to beat, just like we were last season. But going forward, we just need to score goals. And I'm not certain with the setup if we play 5-3-2. Maybe Savile coming back in changes it. But it's, it's, it's definitely, you know, an interesting scenario where we could be playing just to get nil nils and one nils. I feel like. Yeah, I see. I see what you mean. I think that 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 is the worry. Um, we know, won't beat team. Uh, we won't beat teams four or five nil next season. I no. will say that now. With that set up, I don't think we'll beat teams four or five nil. I'm happy to say if we do, then I'm buzzing. Don't get me wrong, but I don't think we'll thrash teams and wipe them off the pitch. You only need to beat them one nil to get. Three of course, points. of course. But I just think you know. There's, there'll be games where it'll be the opportunity will be there for us to take it and you know beat teams three or four nil. Obviously, no Wallace yesterday either. But you know, I, I don't know. It's just I'm not certain with our setup that this is going to be the way forwards. I'm happy, for, like you know, like I, I think there's like I just think we're missing maybe a number ten player that can play in and create the chances. But you know, we done a tweet online last night, and overwhelmingly, if you can improve anywhere, he said defense, midfield, or strike up front. Up front, everyone's saying forward. I think we're just missing that Josh Windass kind of player, someone that's going to be, you know, floating around, creating opportunities, Conor Mahoney type player. But I, I don't know. It's it's a difficult one. I, yeah, I, sorry, quite. I agree fully. I think I think our biggest problem is our strikers can score goals. The biggest problem we have is that they're not given opportunity. And going back to the Euros, it's like Harry Kane. If you stick balls in for Harry Kane, he'll finish them. 
if you're not sticking balls in for him, he can't finish them. And I think that's very much with ours. We need we need that creative midfield. We need people to take that chance and run and then flick it in so that the strikers can do their business. But no, I, I agree with you. I think at the moment we've got good attackers. It's just that they can't fucking score because there's no service. Agreed. I mean, Kai, I'll actually bring you in with a little segue to the other game that we had last week, uh, which was, I think, last Tuesday, was it? Yeah. Last, last Tuesday. Yeah, last Tuesday, yeah. Last year at Calvert Road, we all played fellow championship sides Fulham in a friendly behind closed doors. But Kai peeking through the gate at Calvert Road managed to give us a bit of an account of the game. Obviously online as well, bonus content if you haven't seen it. Um, Kai reviewed the game quite well, bit by bit, and gave us some updates on the game. But yeah, I mean, a 1-1 draw against Fulham. Did we have a lot more opportunities? Did we create chances against the championship sides? You know, how was that game for you when you was watching that? Again, first half, we were very, very good against Fulham. We 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 fully fully deserved the, the lead at half-time. Um, we were really good in the first half. Goal Daniel from Ballard. the set play, wasn't it? Yeah, was play. yeah, Daniel Ballard um, with a good header. So, you know, we are, at the moment, look like we're only scoring from set plays, which is something we need to improve on, maybe just try and get a bit more open play goals. Um, but, yeah, we, we played well. Um, they played, even played Mitrovic up top, and I don't think he really threatened us too much. He hit, he hit the crossbar um, from a free kick. Other than that, there wasn't anything that he tested us with. They brought on a uh, camera and, and they had players like Knocker on the pitch and, you know, good, good players that, you know, that are going to be in their championship side next year. Um, obviously, you saw yesterday, they brought, they, they signed Harry Wilson and and uh, Paulo, I think, oh, I think Gazzaniga. Gazzaniga from, yeah. where he was at Tottenham. So it just shows the quality they have and the, the, the money they have around the club. So, yeah, it was a really good test and I thought we played really well and to get a 1-1 draw against Fulham, when in the second half, we probably, we weren't, we didn't play as well in the second half. We only were playing with, I think it was Mahoney and Mahoney played up top. That's all I know. After, 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 Tyler after Bury that. as well. Tyler, Tyler Bury, right? yeah. We had Mahoney and Bury up top. So it was very, very light up top at one point. So we were struggling to get out. We were getting penned back. But first half, it was really, really positive. And I was really pleased with the, with the, with the performance. And yeah, overall, good, another good workout. Yeah, I mean, Evan started that game as well. I mean... I- I'm just I'm not I'm not certain on him in midfield personally, but again I'm happy to be proved wrong. We didn't actually touch on Ryan Leonard getting a 45 minutes as well um, last night. I mean yesterday at training ground, Mickey, which is obviously great. I think he also done an interview with the club media after the game. You know he's obviously keen to get back involved, and hopefully it pays off for him. And he, he can get a start come start of the season. Good, good interview, I thought as well afterwards. Um, he seems really excited to be get back playing. He, he seems to be, you know, when he sat there and said, you know, everyone else is on holiday and I'm in the training ground every day getting fitness and getting everything else. Because that's, I think, that's where we're possibly going to be different to last year. I think the fitness levels have all been stepped up. I think there's probably more across the league on on the fitness regime and everything else. And that's where you saw with Arsenal second half. They Their fitness was just that little bit, tight you know just just a fraction better than ours um but again it's probably because of the league because obviously the premiership you're playing against you know some of the best players in the world um especially in the premiership so you know you you need to to be fit um but no i think you know i'm surprised we played fulham championship team i would have thought we would have played the lower league for a pre-season friendly but you know it it it, it, it is what the club wanted the only thing i'm disappointed with the Fulham game, is uh, we didn't see a photo of Kai looking as if he was in prison um, <laughs> when, when Mill scored. Unlike um, unlike another person who who you know looked as if he was in Nick holding onto the bars like a a, a lovesick teenager. Do you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> um, 
so yeah, you know, it, it is what it is. But no, look, thanks, Kai. You 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 went and got um, the listeners and the viewers um, some footage, and, and it looks as if it's gone down well. So yeah, again, if you like that sort of thing, then please comment because you know we're looking to see what you like. And 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 Kai, I think personally, um, Kai's one of the best out there for the match summarising. You you get a feel as if. You know, you were at the game, but you're not at the game. He's very knowledgeable, uh, and he brings it across in in a um, in a great way, really, that you can understand and, and get a feel of how the game played out. So, yeah, look, you know, thanks very much for going to spend your afternoon uh, last Tuesday. You know, hardship, I suppose, watching Millwall, but um, <laughs> no, thanks, for the, thanks for the feedback. So, yeah. He was double lively though. He was because yeah. not, not only was he at the game on Tuesday in the afternoon, he was at Beckham Town in the evening as well, which is also another video on our channel. Uh, so you know he, he was at both games. Kai, busy Tuesday that was. Yeah, it was lovely. Um, yeah, the only reason I found out about the Fulham game, I went past going to McDonald's and came back and brought my chair. Right, sat outside with my chair. I'm pretty sure the other people that, that were there were pretty. You go McDonald's I'm... a lot, may I? Is it just um, because it's next to the training ground? Or... Well, it's, it's sometimes an excuse to go past the training ground oh, more like, okay. you know, I want to get past there. And I'm like, oh, how do I how do I do this without, you know, looking like I'm at the training ground a bit too much, a bit too much here? So, I, I told you we went to McDonald's, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> In the end, I never went to McDonald's because I, I had to dash home and get my chair. <laughs> do you, so what next time you go there, yeah, we want a picture of you sitting in your chair, do you know what I mean? Because I, I could just see it with a with a microphone to him like this, doing the old commentary, watching through the fence on his <laughs> on his armchair with his can of can of Red Bull sitting on the side, not beer, obviously, because he's not eating yet, but the can of Red Bull, because he's allowed that, he's over 16, so he can have a, an energy drink. But yeah, no, I am... Um, Look, you know, if you hadn't gone through, you would have seen it. It was, it was not on, so it wasn't on social media. The, the team didn't really release anything until after our video came up um, and released a basic match report. But no, look, you know, if you do want to watch it, get on the YouTube channel and you can see the review there, mate. Absolutely. I mean, before we end up part one here, guys, one more thing to talk about friendlies. Obviously, we'll be doing another video on Thursday. So, you know, do another podcast to talk about this game. But Tuesday's coming up and we've got our first game with crowds, Kai. You're going to the game, ain't you? You're going to Gillingham on Tuesday. Do you look forward to it? Yeah, really looking forward to it. Uh, buzzing for it. It'd be nice just to get into the ground again and, and experience the, the match day feeling. I'm also going to do um, a vlog on that as well. So that's one, to, that's one to look out for. I know it's, it's we released Monday, won't it? So we before the or the show so yeah i'm looking forward to that one that'll be good um be nice to see the fans uh back inside and it'd be nice to spend the spend the evening with the fans as well um as well as millwall as well because it'd be good just to see the players on the pitch and, and not have to peek through at calmont road and actually be able to watch it and not have people staring at you as if why the hell are you outside watching the game <laughs> so um yeah that'll be that that'll be good and i'm looking forward to it I think Gillingham had two friendlies so far. They played Wedding and have also played Colchester, which I played yesterday, and they won two 0 So a good test for me all. Um, look forward to it, and obviously, you know, we'll be able to see, hopefully see the team take shape, like we said. Go on, Mickey. Oh uh, no, I'm just saying maybe what we need to do is start knocking on Claremont Road on, on what's what house has got the best advantage for you. Um, <laughs> I've got an old, I've got a customer further up, where actually their fire escape. If you could stand on there, their fire escape looks. Um, there, as you look at the ground, they're to the right, just up a little bit on the little side road, a little estate in there. Their yeah. fire escape looks straight over the pitch. So that might be an idea. Uh, we'll get you in there at a later point for, <laughs> for training games. So we just set some live feed CCTV cameras or something. But no, look, I, I, I think it's great. Um, just before we move on, can we talk about a friendly yesterday? Another friendly yesterday? Did you see that result? Which one? The Man United friendly? Yeah. 
I think they play quite a changed team. Obviously, a lot of their players still on international like after the uh, Euros and um, had extended holiday. So, yeah, but it was a shock. They beat, obviously, QPR 1-4-2. It looked like the crowd was buzzing as well. I think everyone was just buzzing to be there. So, I'm expecting something similar on Tuesday where there'll be a full crowd there, hopefully. Um, I know Mills made every season at holders only because the demand has been such as that. I'm gutted I can't be there because it feels like I've been in isolation forever now. So, um, hey-ho, it is what it is. Uh, we won't delve into that. But I'm hoping to go to the Ipswich game on the Saturday following. If Hopefully, details will be released for that soon. But, yeah, I think that's the magic of the crowds. I think that's it. Like, everyone's have to be back. And I think QPR raised their game a bit because of the crowd being there. So And they've signed some good players this season as well, though, haven't they? They're giving it a good go. I think Charlie Austin, obviously, they kept Dykes. I think he scored twice yesterday, Dykes, as well. Yeah, Hanson as well, weren't they? They just yeah. signed Johansson. So, like, you know, they're, they're a side that, you know, mean business, I think, for the championship anyway. So, it's it's hot. you know what? I think the championship is there. We'll be actually previewing the championship later on um, in our second episode of the show this season um, on Thursday. But we'll be giving our kind of initial thoughts on the 1-24 of the table and who we think is going to come where. But, yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely hotting up and... You know, less than two weeks to go now, lads. This time, in two weeks' time, we'll be talking about a win at QPR. Think of it that way. <laughs> at Progressive, we know there's nothing like the feeling of riding a motorcycle with your crew on the open road. It's a primal, wild freedom. A feeling that would be impossible to recreate on the radio. Until now. Hit it, sound effects guy. <laughs> hmm, no. You know, we really lost our stride at the end there. Get 24-7 roadside assistance with Progressive, America's number one motorcycle insurer. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Roadside assistance subject to policy terms and limits may require comprehensive coverage. On August 25th, I'm the most brutal, vicious, ruthless champion that's ever been. The most anticipated original series is here. You may know Tyson. You're the heavyweight champion of the world, young, rich, and black. But do you know Mike? The minute you get too big, they gotta cut you down. Starring Trevante Rhodes. Um, I am Mike. And Harvey Keitel. They'll love you as much as they fear you. Now I'm really going to have some fun. Mike, series premiere August 25th, only on Hulu. That's it. We got the positivity back. No more negative. No more yeah. n- negative Omar. We got the positivity. That's I've it. That's never, it. I've never been negative Omar. Only when we were tested. <laughs> I think after 15 games without a win, I was close to being negative Omar. But even then, I'm, 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 you know, I think someone said woke before to me before once upon a time. So you know, that's that's maybe if you want to call me that, so be it. But yeah, I look forward to Julian on Tuesday. Kai's going to give us all the updates on that, and he'll also be with us on Wednesday to kind of dissect the game with us, and I'll have loads of questions for him because I'm not going to be there. So yeah, that's the end of part one. Uh, we'll be back shortly with part number two, which will be about our playing squad and where we go from here for the summer window of transfers. And welcome back to part number two of the show. The last part today, uh, we'll be talking about the current playing squad as it is. So after the game yesterday, guys, uh, Rarit was obviously talking about the squads um, and also in interviews as well this week and before, you know, can we strengthen from elsewhere? Are we looking to bring any more players in? I think a lot of it, like we've said in the previous episodes on our podcast in the close season, it's purely based on if we can perhaps move players out, chaps. Now, Kai, we've had 27 players feature this preseason, eight homegrown talents, but 27 players, I'll read the list to you because it surprised me how many players we've actually got. Obviously, Bart, Long, Romeo, McNamara, Malone, Tiencia. Murray Wallace, Hutchinson, Cooper, Alex Pierce, Daniel Ballards, Alex Mitchell, Ryan Leonards, Ben Thompson, George Evans, Mitchell, 
That's Billy Mitchell, Kifton Belt, Jules Savile, Jed Wallace, Mahoney, Bennett, Bury, Bodvardson, Smith, Bradshaw, Afobi, and Sean O'Brien. Uh, the reason I read that all out, Kai, is how can you fit 27 players into one match day squad in less than two weeks' time at QPR? Likely to be probably 20 man squad, maybe. I don't know. But how, how are you going to fit that many players in and keep them all happy playing time this season? Yeah, that's really tough, isn't it? I mean, um, a player like Sean O'Brien, uh, I mean, in and around the first team, I thought it was real. One thing I was impressed with, he played against Fulham the other day for 20 minutes, then he went and played 70 minutes against Beckham Town in the evening. So mm-hmm. that was uh, that shows you that they're just trying to introduce introduce him into the first team um, and, and hopefully pave a way for him into the first team. So that's you know, that's probably one I expect probably not to be in the match day squad as of yet. Maybe, maybe next year. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe alone would, would do him good. Um, obviously, we've got that dilemma about Mitchell, haven't we now? God, so it's like there's so many players and you know not enough room to, to play them all. I mean, I'm sure there's players that Raul wants to shift out and there's players that, well, Raul wants to keep, but it depends whether offers come in for the right players and, and whether we can shift the ones we want, want out. Maybe if, if they do go out and we bring new players in, then you have the same problem because you have the same a roughly amount yeah. of players. So you have a lot of players there. So, yeah, we have to, I've, I think we have to sort that out somehow. If we exclude Tiencia, Alex Mitchell and, say, Bury and Sean O'Brien... That's still a 23-man squad. It's crazy numbers. How yes, you... it's, it's mad. It's, so, like, you know, I know, I think for Neil Harris, his approach always used to be, I want a smaller squad, and then everyone's kind of involved. Everyone gets game time. There's not many players left out. I think Rowett likes a bigger squad, though, it feels like. Kai. I mean, I don't know if that's something you've observed or read through somewhere, but, you know, he definitely likes having more options. And obviously, with the games thick and fast, 46 games a season, potential cut rug, take you up to 50-odd games. I guess he just wants that competition for places. But at the same time, even he knows, I think, especially midfield, if you're playing three midfielders, fair enough. But if you play two whole midfielders and then three attackers, especially we're top heavy up top at the moment. Yeah, definitely. I think um, I do like this. I do like the squad depth we have. Um, I think we've got a lot of midfielders, which gives us good competition for places, especially with, with Ryan Woods and uh, Ryan Woods going. That, you know, we don't have to worry about him going because we don't need to really replace him because we have we have replacements there already, hopefully. So, but then we've also got Kirsten Bell, who we brought in. We've got Billy Mitchell coming through, who, who was brilliant uh, towards the back end of last season. So we've got a lot of players in there. Leonard coming back, so you don't actually think about how you don't actually think about how many players we have until you actually list them all out, like we just like you just did. So it show, it shows the squad depth is there. Um, you know, I think Rowett likes the competition for players, and he likes to to push the players to. In a way, I think that's a good thing, though, because I think the players will continue will continuously have to prove themselves to stay in the team. Whereas with Harris, a little bit, I think because of the small school squad, uh, small squad, they sort of at times they got a bit comfortable in the side. And I think with Rowett, they they won't get comfortable because they know they have you know five or six players stepping on their on their heels trying to get into the get into the team. So I think it's positive. It's a massive toss up, though, isn't it? You know, you're either yeah. top heavy with loads of players and then have players unhappy they're not playing. I think back to Ian Holloway as manager when, you know, you had so many players in the squad, same with Steve Lomas. You know, you can't please everyone. And there was too many players. First thing Neil Harris did when he came in was, let's get rid of some of these dead wood. I'm not going to play him. I'd rather have a close, small bunch and then throw some youngsters in around it, which isn't, a, I think, a problem if you then throw these youngsters in. But we've seen with Rarit, when it comes to league, he doesn't want to risk all these players. He wants to get them out alone. We've not even mentioned Isaac Falafe, who obviously has been injured this preseason. So it would have been 28 players that are featured. Um, it, it is a toss up, a fine balance, I think. But, you know, if I had to prod you, Kai, who is leaving out that bunch? I mean, we keep talking about Ben Thompson and obviously Portsmouth Link being there. I mean, I think 
the defence is quite settled. I look at through the squad there and it's, it looks quite standard. I think everyone's going to stay. Mitchell might go out alone. Obviously, we exclude the youngsters from this conversation, but the experienced first team players, obviously we mentioned Bodfarsen before as well, but who for you is likely to leave if we were to move some players on? Um, for the first team players, the only players that I can really see going at the moment for the first team is is probably Bodfarsen and, and Thompson. And that, that sort of pains me to say that with Thompson because, you know, we, we, we as a Millwall fan, as a Millwall um, as a player that's come through our, our system as a Millwall fan himself that that's you know we don't want don't really want to really want to get rid of him because of the because of the you know what he what he means what he what this club means to him and what the club what he, what he means to us so yeah that'll be a real shame to see him go but at the, at the first team bunch I can only see you know him and Bob Varson going with the with the young ones I can see them maybe all going out on loan potentially with maybe Alex Mitchell sticking around I'm not sure after what Rao said yesterday but there's a lot of centre-backs there as well now of course um, so and Evans can drop in as well, and we've seen Leonard even drop in himself as well. So and Romeo as well. There's yeah, plenty of options there. Yeah, so it just you just wonder maybe whether Mitchell's gonna is he gonna benefit him better from going out on loan or staying in the first team? I know he said yesterday that he's been really pleased how much it's benefited him with the first team, but I think maybe getting out on loan and and playing you know forty six games this season, then coming back next year when potentially you know if we don't keep Ballard because he's he's you know goes back to Arsenal or if we you know Pierce contract finishes then we have two less defenders and we need to put then Mitchell that, that Mitchell will be met, uh, ready for ready for the season after so maybe maybe that's the plan I think with just the formation itself though I mean it's, if we're playing 5-3-2 we're just so top heavy up front and I think that's the key area where I think players will need to move on you know you think of Jed Wallace Mahoney Bennett Bury Budvarsson Smith Bradshaw Phoebe and Sean O'Brien if we were to include them all in there that's nine players for the front two positions in a 5-3-2. It's, I think you're going to have a lot of unhappy players up there. So I think Bodfarsen, for me, definitely would be a player that I'd try and move on if we could. Um, yeah. <laughs> Do you not agree, Mickey? I mean, Bodfarsen and also Bradshaw is another one where I, just, I don't think, I think he'll struggle for game time. I mentioned Bury. I, I think he'll go out online personally. Same with Sean O'Brien, maybe, or he might stick around the 23s. But if you leave yourself with a Phobie, Smith, Bennett, Wallace and then Mahoney that's, that's five great options to pick from I think for the front two positions what do you reckon Mickey? No, I think you're right I think um, Daddy will they want to get rid of him but no one wants him um, I it don't does feel that way get, yeah I don't think you get the time unless I use him as sub but you know what don't forget we've still got five substitutes so um, which is a stupid fucking word. is that sticking around this season then definitely yeah. I think so yeah I think it's still here for this season um and I just, yeah, I agree with you, but I slightly differ from you. I think it's great to be going into a season with so many players that can compete for position. As in, we've had a problem over the last couple of seasons where we get hit from injury and then we've got to desperately look for a loan signing or we've got to desperately look for a player coming up from the youth who's possibly not ready. Um, and I think this, this time we're going into the season with a, you know, a good number of players. So we've got competition on roles, competition on, on the positions. And yeah, personally, I think it's, um, I think it's interesting, but I agree. I think um, Bury probably will go out on loan. Um, I think you're probably going to have to move Daddy on. Are you going to move Bradshaw on? I don't know. Is he, is he, is he going to play anywhere? I don't know, but you know, I, I, you don't know whether or not some of these were possibly going, you know, um, Romeo might be, you know, there's been plenty of rumours that he possibly might be moving on and, and, and 
you know, Ben Thompson might be moving on and et cetera, et cetera. But I don't know. I, I like the fact that we've got lots of players to compete, um, which gives me more confidence going in rather than having, you know, 15 players. And if we get hit with an injury or something else, we're fucked. Because last season we got hit with, what, injury with Leonard and Keith and um, Ben Mitchell. And, and obviously, who else do we have injury with? Smith. Ben Thompson. Billy Mitchell um, as well. Billy Mitchell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Billy Mitchell. Yeah, I just think that it's good going into this season. We've, um... It's definitely a luxury position to be in. Like having 27 players to choose from that have played all minutes in pre-season. It's definitely great. I just worry that we talk about this good squad morale and there's like there's been like you know the podcast from wall talk where pierce has revealed that every player's got a certain role and they're great to see i just worry that you've got that morale but then if you keep all these players you're gonna have unhappy players i look at a phobie a phobie for me is bradshaw 2.0 where he plays the same role as bradshaw which is yeah. why i think bradshaw either sticks around as backup or I reckon he goes. But then the onus has to be on these players. How desperate are you to get a move? Or how desperate are you to stick around and be happy and content? Obviously, the, the squad thing is a good kind of, you know, niche to move. And a lot of players love being here. But if they're ultimately not playing, I think they've got to be moved on. Or they've got to have that will to move on and do better, I suppose. Well, we need the money, don't we? Because they've already said that the transfer budget is massively tight. Um, but on the same level, I can't remember over recent years that we've had so much... Um, positions in competition mm-hmm. where you know people have got to prove that they want the position, and and that might just give people the edge to actually say, you know what, fuck you, I'm keeping this position, um, and then uh, and to you know command in that position. But again, you know, you're, you're talking um, with the two up front. I think possibly that you know with the striking force what we've got, I think realistically you could look at three up front. Um, to be able to try and give us, or, or maybe just someone sitting behind them who's a bit more free flowing um, and being able to put things in. But hey ho, you know we're we're podcasters and um, we're not football we're, managers. But we're football fans though, and this is where like it annoys the hell out of me when you, you get shut down for having your opinion. This is the best thing about football, and the reason why I do this podcast: have an opinion, yeah. voice it. And if people disagree or agree, this is the best thing about it. If you're yeah. listening, and this is me plugging it now because we're coming to the end of part two, put your your comments below. Debate it with me. If, you, if you're if you impassionate enough about it and you want to come on, we'll invite you on to have your piece. But, you know, I love this kind of, like, you know, voicing our views, sharing our opinions. I think, you know, I'm excited for the season. I'm beyond excited. I just I want to see the next two games, though, because I think his team's going to take shape now. I just want to see what's going to come from it. Hopefully, Wallace gets some game time up front. Hopefully, we see him come back. I think he's had a niggle. Um, hopefully, Savile, Keith, and Hutchinson, who missed out yesterday, if they're isolating, not quite sure if, who is or if there's any injuries to them three. Hopefully, we see them back in as well. And um, hopefully, when Wednesday, when Kai comes on, Kai's going to tell us this is how we lined up and this is why I'm confident we're going to do well this season. What do you think, Kai? I hope so. I hope so. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be... I'm looking forward to the new season. As Mickey said, I've got. A, I've, I'm really optimistic about. As to be fair, I'm optimistic about every season. People always ask me when me we're too. going to finish, and me I too. always go, "We're going to go up this year." And every year we finish eighth or tenth. But this year, I feel like probably the best transfer business we've done in a, in a long while. 
Um, Afobi and Savile are really smart signings for, for very little at the moment. Obviously, Afobi's on a loan, but Savile for very little as well for what we actually get let him go for in 2017. Mm-hmm. So, yes, yeah, so I'm really positive and I can't wait for Tuesday night and I'll, and I'll let you know how it was. I think the same problem, though, is the same problem we're going to have from last season. No Wallace, no creativity. And that's the problem I, I seriously worry about because he's got this year left on his contract. I'm always positive like you, Kai. I'm always like, but for me, positivity is finishing in the top half of the championship. Because I think for that, for a club like Mill, that's an amazing achievement for us. But this year, you're right. I think it is there for us to really make a go of it. And I think the players feel that as well. Gary Wright feels that. The club feel that. The fans are all on the same page as well. Um, it is set up to be a great season for us. But I just worry that it could all come crashing down if someone offers three million or four million now for a player that's got one year left on his contracts. Because then... You've got a real scenario where you've got to think, cool, if we can then invest that money elsewhere, if we can do this, if we can do that, I think then you've got a real decision to make there. What do you reckon, Mickey? No, I agree. And I think, you know, the fact that Wallace hasn't signed is a concern because obviously he wants to finish his career in the Premiership, which is, you know, great. I suppose that's a a debate for another show. Is Wallace Premiership... um, Worth is could he play in a Premiership week in week out, or or is he a a very good established Championship player? Um, I think that's a debate for another another show. But I think there are a few concerns. People could come in and nick a few of our players. Um, will we sell? I don't think we sell for peanuts. I think if if big money comes in, what will help us strengthen the club? then I think maybe they might take the cash. Um, but no, I, I I think it's very, very exciting times going into this. Um, the players look up for it. The manager looks up for it. Um, you know, the media team looks up for it. it it's, it's all good. Absolutely. There's a feel-good factor, and we don't often have that in pre-season, where we get our business done early. Like I said, there's always going to be caveats. There's always going to be little devil horns in there in my head thinking what if this happens what if that happens but nonetheless i think i'm buzzing for qpi in a couple of weeks time and um i'm envious of everyone going to gym on tuesday make sure you enjoy yourself sing your heart out i mean cool 18 have months you, is for me all nearly have you seen anything on gillingham yet on the gillingham tickets the only reason i asked is yeah. obviously ipswich posted something no and i know the tickets are available ipswich posted something yesterday obviously you need to be double jabbed or you need to have a negative flow test before going um that that's all on there showing you what you need, et cetera, et cetera. If you come along with your vaccine cards, you need to have it in your same name, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I see that I think going forward, they're going to use COVID massively um, going forward this season again to, to reinforce the membership system that if you're not a member, you're not a season ticket holder, you can't buy a ticket for an away game. I think that's going to be massively um, used this season by Millwall to back up their membership system, which I think is just a hidden tax. Um, but I've not seen anything on Gillingham yet, so I don't know if they're going to be insisting the same. But I mean, reading through Ipswich, masks are mandatory in all public areas, so concourses, all of that sort of stuff, but they're not doing social distancing in a stand, um, you know, but they are insisting, obviously, everybody's double vaccinated and everything else. I just hope that, you know, if you're going to bring in all these procedures, that one, you're going to actually stick to them, unlike the FA and UEFA with the cup finals and stuff where basically they wanted everyone to do it and it turned pointless. Um, because if you're not going to do it, then you know what really, what's the point? 
No, I agree with you there, mate. I think, um, yeah, it's it's COVID rules. I, I, I don't know. I don't want to debate about this all stuff because it is what it is, I think. But um, good on Ipswich, I would say, though, for charging £10 a ticket and then Gillingham yeah, charging yeah, £15 a ticket. Yeah. I think yeah. Gillingham was used as a quick bucks game. Uh, I think we got an allocation initial of um, 981 for Ipswich and I think we've got 700 for Gillingham as well. So, yeah, I'll be buying my ticket on Tuesday for Ipswich game. So that's for sure. But, yeah, I mean, I guess we'll talk about COVID protocols and stuff close to the time when it comes to QPR game because I think there'll be stuff all around that then when we get yeah. close to that game. So. Yeah. Uh, we'll save that for another time. But yeah, we are coming to our outro of the show. Uh, it's been a great show, obviously. First show back uh, for the season. If you've enjoyed it, be sure to leave a like, leave your comments below. If you're listening on Apple or Spotify, review us, give us a five-star rating. It helps us out more than you think. Subscribe to us. Um, check us out on Twitter. Check us out on Facebook. Kai is the new Facebook manager. Um, and he's overseeing everything on there. And I'm sure there'll be some good content over there from Kai. Uh, and obviously everything going forward on there. But yeah, Kai, as always, thanks for coming on. Thank you very much for having me. Really enjoyed this. One more thing from me. Uh, we are running in the Football Content Awards. Uh, if you go over to our Twitter handle, and I'm sure we'll probably put it on Facebook as well um, later on today. Uh, if you check us out on there, you've got a tweet on the top, pin tweet. If you want to share it, uh, it helps us out get nominated for the Football Content Awards. I think, Mickey, you entered us into that a little bit, didn't you? I mean, you don't, we don't get entered, but, you know. No, you, 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 it's a nomination side of it now we're going in for you know we'd like to go in for a couple best podcasts and all that but if you do feel conflicted then why don't you vote for us for the best new content because obviously we've only been around a year and then obviously if you listen to actual mill or, or someone else you can vote for them for the best podcast vote us for the new um content and then obviously you can vote for kai for for the young um content i just think it'll be great if we could get um, a lot of the Millwall channels and the fan channels, what we do um, into these into these events. You know, uh, the voting don't open till later on in August, but this is just a nomination. We just need loads and loads of people to vote for us so that we can get into the nomination. Um, but I'm sure there'll be a, a thing at the end of this telling you how you can get around it all. It's on the website. You can go to our website, uh, uk, and there's click straight through buttons on there as well. You stole my thunder there because I was about to pick you up and go. Mickey's done a lot of groundwork and a lot of hard work into our uh, website, which is looking swanky, um, either on the mobile or on the computer. Both looking really good, mate. So appreciate your work for that. But yeah, that's us. I think Mickey, thanks for joining me as well, as always. First episode of the 2021-22 season, back with a bang. Yeah, oh, absolutely. And uh, yeah, make sure you subscribe on, on where you're listening to this or, or make sure you subscribe on YouTube. There's loads of bonus content, what will be posted on there and possibly not posted on social media to tell you it's there. So if you subscribe there, you'll get notifications straight away. And um, we've got a lot of exciting new things happening this season. So uh, yeah, join us for the ride. Hope you enjoy it. And again, Give us a review. If you think anything that we're not doing, what you think would be good to bring in or you've got any ideas or even you just want to come on the show and say, Omar, you're a wanker or, or Mickey, you're a wanker. <laughs> uh, this is my opinion. This is what I see. Then you know what? Get in touch. Drop us a DM. Drop us an email. You can contact us straight on the website as well. Straight email to us. Um, and we get you on board. Uh, there are a couple of rules, but other than that, it's fairly straightforward. You are allowed to speak uh, whatever you want to say uh, as long as you're not libeling anyone or anything else. But look, is what it is. You're you're more than welcome to come on the show. We we don't block people. We we don't you know shout people down. Everyone's got an opinion. Uh, we are a normal family, and everyone's opinion counts.
I look forward to grabbing a beer with people at games as well this season. So if you see Absolutely. me, if you if I, if I bump into you, we'll have a beer because um, we've been doing this during lockdown, obviously, and not really been to any games since we started. This. So if you ever see me about, as uh, Mickey's dog's been so good until the end of the show, we're going to keep it in for the shits and giggles. But if you see me about, grab me for a beer um, and look forward to seeing you guys in person. But yeah, we'll be back on Thursday with our second episode of the 2021-22 season. Thanks, guys. morning yet deal how about now or now because morning time is mcdonald's breakfast time and that's the best time of all the times wake up with a little splash of sweetness get any size iced coffee from caramel to hazelnut to french vanilla for just 99 cents until 11 a.m price and participation may vary cannot be combined with any other offer new message Hey, girlfriend, it's Carol from Jury Duty. We never actually spoke, but I saw you ordered the same hoagie as me at lunch. What are the chances? Anywho, I heard you just got a boat. We should totally grab some hoagies and take it out for a spin. When you get a boat, you also get new friends. Make sure Progressive's one of them and get coverage today for as little as $100 a year. Do I want to feel the wind in my hair? Guilty as charged. <laughs> oh, seriously, let's ride on your boat. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates Annual Premium for Basic Liability Policy not available in all states. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Selling a little? Or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.